Now recording. I love that I started the recording right as Craig started. That's great. Thank you for that, Ellie. Hello, and welcome to Pack Tactics. This is a homebrew 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign that is all kobolds, all the time, and nothing bad here happens, ever. <laughs> I am Crash. I will be your DM for the evening, and someone who doesn't have a key, but should, has been trying to ring all the buzzers to be allowed into this apartment complex. So if you hear a buzzing in the background, my, my apologies, I have nothing to do with that. And I'm not letting in someone who I don't know. So, with that said, tonight I am joined by a bunch of fantastic people who do have keys to their domiciles, I assume. Except I keep losing mine. Well, While I lose the pouch, I keep it in. Well, you also, I'm assuming, don't try to ring the doors <laughs> of all of your neighbors. Indeed. In, in order to be allowed into your own home. <laughs> My neighbors live in different buildings than me. Which would make it even more awkward, I know. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> yeah, they would not be able to help me get into mine. <laughs> so tonight I am joined by a bunch of fantastic people, including Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy. Um, Matt is a puddle this evening because apparently he started an exercise regimen. Um, LFA is hanging out in chat, and Archbeth is hanging out in a different chat. So, most of the gang is here. Uh, so, we did take a week off, but what happened the week before? I made a friend, and I gave him a horrible big bag of nope. Well, actually, I gave him the nope. I didn't give him the bag. We also learned he was the one turning the yogi into kobold-eating trees. To be fair, the kobold-eating part was because he got the chemicals a bit wrong. We were accidentally alpha-testers. We have filed a bug report. <laughs> okay, I hear it now. <laughs> yep. That's, that's an inspiration. That's an inspiration. <laughs> and I forget, did he help us with the vine issue as well, or did yes. we still have a ship covered in vines? He did. He, he, he was, said like, he had to smother them with dirt. At least that's what Zach's got out of that. <laughs> yeah, he, he was rather smug about the reveal, but the vines explode because when they take damage, they use the surrounding oxygen to fuel a chemical-based explosion, which is why the vines that are still under the ground don't also explode. So if you use something like mold earth to cover all the vines up, then you can safely remove the vines with no issues. All right, well, I do have mold earth, so I guess it's time oh, yeah. for you. Time to clear up the spaceship mm -hmm. in a nice dirt bath. <laughs> and that's not requiring any rolls. You successfully did that. Uh, you went home. You revealed this information to uh, the other kobolds, some of whom were spellcasters and did, in fact, know Mold Earth. So efforts were made to divine the various ships. And uh, there's some debate right now about whether or not they should remove the vines that are growing under the surface because that could be some type of defensive mechanism just like um, the biomancer you met was using it as a defensive mechanism so right now they have large metal plates that they've put down on the ground that um, the vines will grow around but then they remove them periodically and the ship's landing gear is resting on top of those landing pad pretty much 
and the lily pads are kind of like up on stilts, so the vines have to grow around and up and around and up. So the vines have further to go to get to the ships. If someone takes a day off, bad things happen. But it's only been like a week or two. Saying, having said that, it's been a week or two. What do the kobolds do in their downtime? Well, I have some repairs to make. All right. Well, before you do that, though, like, um, we can't tell Sniv about this. Okay. Because if you remember, you know, Sniv said that you go find who's in charge of these vines or who made these vines. And if it's a kobold, bring him back alive. If it's not a kobold, there's like this shrug kind of implying I'm supposed to kill them. But there's no way we would have been able to take that group. And I don't want Sniv sending out artificers or something or in- inventors or whatever out there because they're yes. going to die. I said I, yes, I'm talking to everybody, that. you know? I mean, it's, so we're just... I learned my lesson. I, I wasn't specifically aiming at you, Chroma. I'm just like, you know, tactical. Oh. Like, this is the plan, you know? Okay. Yeah. So um, um, we're just going to say, if anybody asks, that... Um, Sinosha just figured out how to fix the vines through trial and error. And not tell them about anybody else we met. Alright? We could say it was a side effect of killing the trees. Sure. Sniv won't know the difference. Yeah, I agree. This is what we should try, but just... Sniv has a tendency to find out, so just... Yeah, I got a plan for that, too. I'm gonna go talk to Molo and tell him not to send his team out there. Um... And then I or I could write now. a really long report that doesn't say um, anything useful. That could work, too. That ought to get uh, something to do for a while, you know? I'm good at talking a lot without um, being comprehensible. All right. So we got a Chroma, give me a deception check. <laughs> okay. I'd like to use... <laughs> for enhance- your report. I would like to use enhanceability. <laughs> You most certainly may, considering you're taking the time to sit down and write this report. Mm-hmm. I would like to use my inspiration. I mean, that's why I give it. I would like to use a luck point. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Ouch. So, so for the just... viewers at home, <laughs> that was a nine <laughs> followed by a five. So at this point, the report's basically just going to be a one-page with John Ward saying... I'm no secrets use, here. I'm going to use Flash of Genius to turn that 14 into an 18. And in game terms, not games, in story terms, what I'm doing is a whole bunch of Technobabble got in somehow. And there's possibly a, Arcana Babble, too. There's several textbooks that you have and a few you've borrowed from Marwise's library that are all open to various pages and you've been copying them whole cloth. Citing sources, of course. There are several pages of footnotes. Several uh-huh. pages of just footnotes. I've um, written reports for Marwise before. I know how to cite my sources accurately. <laughs> and to be fair, the rough draft had sentences that went along the lines of, and we definitely did not encounter a biomancer named Utnansi. Cross that out, cross that out, cross that out. <laughs> Good thing I have a prestidigitation toolkit. I have invented whiteout. <laughs> this might be the shortest distance between when inspiration was spent and re-earned. <laughs> Yay! Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. I'm here for this content. 
Okay, so the report is submitted, and at first, Sniv is kind of surprised that it's Chroma writing the report, but then he looks at the first page, and he flips over to the second page, and, oh, I see, apparently Chroma's technical expertise was very much required for for the findings that you had. Hmm, we should probably investigate this particular area to see if there's anything of... Ooh, page three. Extremely radioactive. Avoid the reversing polarity of the positrons. Hmm. Well, we'll table that on the maybe later pile. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll, I think I'll read this if I'm having a hard time getting to sleep at night. Oh, I said the, that part out loud. Uh, it's okay. Yes, I get that a lot. Yes, but you shouldn't. Okay, and you're dismissed off to do whatever young artificers like to do. Tinker! And also make ship repairs. Not at the same time. <laughs> I mean, the ship did require repairs. The legs were a bit shorter than they used to be. So, while Chroma is tinkering and repairing ships and occasionally writing reports, what's everyone else doing? Uh, by now, I imagine there are some kobolds who are trying to get some farms started on the moon. I'll lend them a hand. Okay. Most of the farms are underground because kobolds do what kobolds are used to. And as luck would have it, a lot of those farms happen to be mushroom farms. So your expertise is valued and appreciated. Give me a nature check. Not 20 for a total of 25. Your expertise is valued and appreciated. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's this scene where Zenosha and two other kobolds are just staring at this mushroom that is the size of a small house. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I don't remember this mushroom being here yesterday, do you? Nope. Do you remember which fertilizer we used to do this? Nope. Okay, but we're splitting the credit three ways, right? Yep. (laughs) Works for me. Okay, and what's everyone else doing? I'm going to go find Molo and kind of warn him without telling him specifics not to go out to that area. Give me a performance check. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's a negative one. (laughs) There's a reason I wrote the report. Yeah. If if you'd rather give a deception check, I would allow that, too. (laughs) Well, I, I got a three I'm plus. The, I got a three plus minus one for a two on performance. What was I the think other I'm one? The only one here with Deception. a positive charisma. Deception is the same, but I'll try it. Okay. Well, oh, I got a one on that. That's not going to work. <laughs> That's so, not going to um, work. I have a zero. Yeah. What not you're so, saying yeah. is there's absolutely nothing to worry about. The very dangerous area that we shouldn't go to because it's perfectly safe and there's nothing there of interest. Kind of, yeah. I mean, if if Sniv sends you out there, like, find me first. Well, considering the last two times you and I were in the same location for the same mission, I ended up being very unceremoniously grappled and or eaten. I think I'll just let you go. That's a good No plan. offense. No, that's great. That's that's perfect. Do that because I don't want like I don't want Sniv sending out any kobolds to this, and I can't tell you what it is. 
but the it's, the very it's dangerous but a hundred percent safe location. Yeah, that one. It's tougher than me. All right, so don't don't send your team out there because I don't want I don't want Sniff getting any more kobolds killed. All right. Well, you've saved my life twice. I'm not exactly going to complain, but nah, don't worry about it. That's fine. All right, cool. Fist bump. Oh okay. no. <laughs> well, that was a fist bump to a swobald, so it only hurts it's the swobald a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, no. but Dox suddenly blanking on your character's name. Zax. Zax. There we go. Thank you. Zax is a swobold even by swobold standards. Well, yeah. yes, I said it only hurts the swobold a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Zax is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Molo waits until Molo is out of sight before Molo takes their hand and just shakes it a little bit. <laughs> Zax forgets how strong they are every so often. I don't know my own magical enhancing strength. <laughs> okay, and Ellie has typed what Neri is doing in chat because uh, there is a lot of noise where Ellie is right now for reasons. Uh, Neri will happily spend her downtime wandering the moon's new forests some more and making sure they are populating well and arranging for creatures to be brought up from the planet to do that populating. 25 survival check. And she burned an inspiration point to get a 19 animal handling check. I wonder what the original roll was to get to 19. That amuses me greatly. But we, we're going to move forward and not look at the, the comics that have been posted in chat because I will sit there and read them. And I will say that with a 25 survival check, you're very much aware that the kind of animals you bring up First should be ones that are relatively small, so you can bring a larger population up in one go. And also, considering that these animals would be rather small, this works out pretty well, animals that are a bit more prolific when it comes to repopulation, so that they'll spread over a larger area faster. In this regard, it's mostly things like squirrels and birds. Uh, There was some thought to bringing other rodents up, but something about mice and rats made a few individuals not so interested in that, particularly the ones who were trying to grow farm goods that Zenosha was helping out, weren't so keen on whatever made the mushrooms incredibly large, also affecting mice. Something about that they disliked immensely, so that wasn't bad. Oh, rodents of unusual size. Well, I don't believe they exist. (laughs) (laughs) But... Some people did. Um, oh, the original score was a two. Yes, that that's worth burning an inspiration point. That is worth it. Um, oh, there has been conversation in chat. What is this? Chroma is the party face, and that's hilarious. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Am I the only one with the positive charisma modifier? Or does someone have a plus one? Um, not me. <laughs> I have a minus ah. one. JR has a plus I, two. I have this one as well. And and Neri's is plus one. Okay. But with, with JR's plus two, I mean, JR could be your face. Although JR's face looks like a skull. So maybe save that for Halloween. <laughs> can't beat my, can't beat my, can't beat my poker face. <laughs> <laughs> and now I see random letters being typed in chat. Which, which means I win. The DM yep. awards 
himself a point of inspiration. Oh, no. <laughs> I will add it to the pile. I don't use inspiration as a DM. I just collect it because the DM has infinite inspiration. Okay, so is that everyone? Yeah, that, that's what everyone's been doing. Um, so while this week goes on, something that you begin to notice is every now and then posters get put up and there's graffiti, which, you know, it's, it's a settlement. That's not unusual. Well, the posters are a bit unusual because those require a press. Someone mass-produced those. Um, but the graffiti wasn't that unusual. It's the theme that's a little unusual. And now I'm trying to scroll through to find my notes for what I said the graffiti was. Because I thought this out in advance, but it was two weeks ago. Oh, right. Yeah, that makes sense. There we go. <laughs> uh, so there's some graffiti where it, it's just people keep writing who's next on walls and stuff. Um Usually you would just see someone write 8675309, which is the name of a really fantastic bard. <laughs> their, shows, their shows are very short, mostly static, but, you know, otherwise not bad. I like referencing other things. <laughs> <laughs> I like referencing other campaigns. Um, there's posters that show, like, traditional gravestones that have the words bring them back written on top. There's also the slogan bring them back, but it shows uh, the devices that are used to create ballistic trajectories to send people back to the planet. Oh, wow. Um, with the words bring them back written over top. And there's other posters that show like the Warforged and the Myconids and... There's one that had a GIF in there, but the GIF was sort of half scratched out, like they were put there by mistake, um, <laughs> which is weird because the poster was still mass produced. So someone went through and tried to scratch out all the GIF on all the posters. It was a um, short print run. Um, so I know I don't have the best insight score, but I think Sniff's policies are being a little unpopular. Somebody's starting to try and start a revolution. Well, you say you want a revolution. <laughs> well, you know. I knew that line was coming, and for some reason I still decided to take a sip of water <laughs> oh, immediately no. after I said, well, you say you want a revolution. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is to say, inspiration. Oh, awesome. You make, me, you make me spit take. You get inspiration. Okay. okay? I just didn't um, think it was that funny at first, but, you know, well, there's silence, so I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> you know? Because I just did a spit take into my cup. Oh. <laughs> okay. Fortunately, I was muted at the time, but still. <laughs> and it's only water, so it's fine. So who's got the technology to make the posters? Didn't even Artificers. And oh, wow. maybe inventors. Um, it wasn't me. Oh, no, no. You would have said so. Right. Well, yeah. if you want to examine the posters, that would be an investigation check. I, I don't oh. think anyone here is really good at that, though. I would love to make an investigation check. Hopefully I will um actually roll well for once. I've gotten so many low numbers the last few sessions. 
19. Well, I would say wow. a 19 is sufficient. Uh, most of the posters that were mass produced were woodblock prints. So you're looking at some, and the posters weren't incredibly large. They're not like the 24 by 18 inch posters that you see. They, they were more like eight and a half by 11 size. Um, so you're looking at something that is relatively small and portable for the setup. And okay. not that technical. Small, small, portable, not hugely advanced. It doesn't rule out artificers, but it doesn't say it has to be. Yeah, it could be artificers and or inventors, but it could be a lot of people. I'm just saying, you could teach Zax how to do a woodblock print. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, do we need to track these people down? I mean... They're just putting up protest posters. Yeah, I mean, that's probably not our problem. I'm just fascinated that this many people are irritated with Sniv. It's not just me and the rest of us, you know, in our little group. I'm surprised that someone... I mean, I like the gif, but... I mean, I'm not surprised someone scratched them all out. I mean, that sounds like something you'd do, but... Wasn't me. I kind Wasn't of thought I was the only one who liked them. Well, it, it was, I'll tell you with a 19, it is fairly obvious that the GIF were put in there by someone, um, at, at, after the GIF were put in there and the print run was done, it's like somebody tapped the printmaker on the shoulder and said, we didn't actually want the GIF. <laughs> oh, well, give me a second here. Well, the GIF also left them their own free will once their job was done. Yeah. Also that. The gift were not removed forcibly. Now, if they tried to stay, probably they would have. But they had places to go and an elithid... To, actually, no, they didn't ferry the elithid. The elithid left on their own ship, which was sufficiently creepy. To see how creepy, look at any of the trailers for Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, no. Well, that's a Nautilus. The ship that they feature in the Baldur's Gate 3 trailers is a Nautilus. That's the kind of ship that the elithid used. That the moon flew through, <laughs> which was incredibly fun. Um... Not, I'm not saying that's the case for this campaign, but in the official lore for the multiverse in 5th edition, the Illithid civilization has fallen so far, they don't know how to make more of those. Oh, no. Well, I mean, that's actually probably considering the, what uh, standard campaign setting Illithids are like. Yeah, it's... Eh. <laughs> It, it, it's well, a good thing for everyone, <laughs> everyone that isn't a lithid. And anyway. your, your experiences with that one lithid aside, the lithid are not that different from standard lore. Anyway, um, Chroma, uh -huh. you, have a, you have a moment when you're tinkering and uh, you begin to notice a smell. Oh, what does it smell like? It smells like the sink in your workshop is backing up a little bit. Oh, no! Okay. Time to, uh... Wait, the sink sink or the heat sink? Because if the heat sink is backing up, we're going to have a problem. Uh, actually, it's your computer is backing up. Uh, you did pur purchase a carbonite. <laughs> um, actually, Backblaze, if you're listening, we are available for a sponsorship. Just saying, that could be a thing. <laughs> just, just, but no, no, no. This is this is your sink, sink with the taps and, and the the water that's supposed to go down. Well, where it's supposed okay. to go down, it's coming up. Unfortunate. Time to get my plumbing tools out. Okay. Um, 
I'm not going to require a roll for this. I'm simply going to say you are about half an hour into the project before you realize that it's definitely not your problem. I mean, it is your problem because it's affecting you, but it's not a problem that you have caused. And this is not the same day as the report. This has been a while. Okay, I have my spell slot then. Okay, I am going to... I'm going to go find the infrastructure team and find out who um, messed up the moon base's plumbing. Okay. Um, Zenosha, you also have found out about the plumbing backing up, but you found out because you've got a bumper crop. That nat 20 you rolled earlier has been followed by several rolls of advantage, which on one hand, positive outcome, but on the other hand, it doesn't take a, a very high wisdom score to know... That's probably not a good thing for the rest of the base. All right. Yeah, let's try to track this thing down at its source, and I may end up using shape water rather liberally to keep things from getting too messy. And yeah. going to meet and up with the room and try to find the source. And Zax, you realize the same problem because it turns out while you're doing okay, there's several swolebolts in training that are operating under the poisoned debuff simply because um, the locker room is oh no a different experience than normal and considering it's a swobold gym locker room that is unfortunately saying something alright that's a biohazard everybody out like three of them have fainted so too late I'll go pick them up <laughs> so you see everyone just sort of like walking out in a haze, and then you see Zach's coming out carrying three kobolds that are about the same size as Zach's. <laughs> yeah. Stacked on top of each other? Probably. Oh, certainly. <laughs> well, two of them are stacked on top of the third, and the third is being used as um, some type of a carrying device or, or litter. <laughs> I'm going to go find a mat to put them down on somewhere. <laughs> uh, turns out Neri's the only one who's not affected by this because Neri's out in the wilderness <laughs> having having a snow white moment with the birds flitting around because high animal handling check. So um, <laughs> Neri is, is going through the forest with animals prancing around and singing happily. And there's a, a musical number that we will not reenact here because Disney will sue. But at the end of the day, when Neri returns, you walk through the front door and there's a bit of a there's a there's a new smell. It, it's not a smell of something new, but. It it is an aroma that is unusual for the area. Can I <clears throat> can I identify it? Oh, very easily. <laughs> okay. Um, it smells like there's some plumbing that has apparently not been resolved. Hmm. Well, it's nothing I haven't smelled before. But Fair. I'm not sure I'm quite the person to resolve the problem. I'll go see what the rest of the party's up to. I am going to go find the plumbing crew. If we have plumbing, there must be a plumbing crew somewhere. Unless the, we don't, and that's why we have a plumbing problem, in which case I'll find, have to find people and deputize them into a plumbing crew. The plumbing crew is currently building a lead zeppelin. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, they're all bards. <laughs> also, I just had to, to go with the... <laughs> the root origin of the word plumber, but never mind about that. Um, so it doesn't take too long for you to find them because the kobolds in charge of uh, sewage and septic sucking services are mm -hmm. 
marching back and forth in a sort of compressed oval in front of the main facilities for sewage processing. They are carrying several signs, some of which are spelled wrong, some of which they were writing a word and they ran out of space, so they did the thing where they write each letter a bit smaller to try to get it to fit. Uh, very are much like the, the gif that Cindy has posted. Yes, they are apparently on strike. Hello? What are you striking for? Uh, unsafe working conditions and uh, a bunch of other things that we're not going to actually mention out loud because we don't want to get deported, but mostly unsafe working conditions. Have sit- people been getting the, um, I mean, recent Okay, well, um... Well, the Myconids are all gone, and the Warforged are all gone. After them, who's next? But mostly, since dead kobolds don't come back anymore, we kind of don't want to be playing with Sulage anymore. I didn't want to play with her earlier. Hush, Bob. That's not my name. Hmm. So, it sounds like you're not fans of Sniff. Does anyone know when their tribe is going to select a leader again? It's a hereditary position. There's ways to solve that. No! I'm not gonna do it. Yet. Well, if it's all causing all of this problem, maybe the rest of the Council of Tales just won't vote with them as much? Okay, um, I have no idea what you're talking about. We just don't want to die in the sewage. Politics! Um... No, no. Sewage. (laughs) (laughs) I hear they're kind of the same thing. But, you know, the sewage is more literal, so, um... Also, usually a much more upstanding position, but, um... Hey, you've... you've got what appeared to be some explosive devices on you. Uh-huh. You think you could handle it? The sewage? Well, the... the part that kills kobolds, yes. What's the part that kills kobolds? The part that eats the sewage. What's eating the sewage? Oh! Like, what are we up against? What is it? We just call it the the sludge eater. All right, let's go deal with the sludge eater. Does it need to eat the sewage? I mean, how long can you tread water? Oh boy. Okay. Um. Hmm. Was that thing there when you built the sewage facility, or did it? Oh, we didn't build it. Hmm. We inherited it. You inherited it. Okay, so you need it to be around so it can eat the sewage and things won't overflow, but it's also eating kobolds, and that's kind of, um, not tenable, and is that the situation? Yeah, pretty much. It was okay until it had kids. Oh, okay, more than one in there. Good to know. Neri? Mm-hmm? I think this is your area of expertise. I mean, the we need to, um, figure out a way to... Keep the critters under control. You need to find a way to turn on all the garbage smashers on the detention level. Hmm. No, no, the Dianoga is a completely different... Actually, I have no idea. I'm not the one with a high nature score. (laughs) (laughs) Just watch out if you uh, roll a one in there because everything's magnetically sealed. Oh, no. I do like the one edit that someone made where it's just the blaster bolt bouncing back and forth for like several minutes. They looped it. <laughs> and then they go through the, I've already tried that. It's magnetically sealed. Okay, but what if, and then a few more minutes of just the same footage again. <laughs> it's farcical. It's glorious. But never mind. 
Um, the union workers, because of course they've decided to unionize. Mm-hmm. Uh, they learned it from the Warforged, which perhaps that wasn't the best set of role models for determining how to form a union. Yeah. But it's a start. It, it, it's a start. It's a start. It, uh, taking notes from a Terry Pratchett parody is maybe a first level step, but there's room for growth. Um, well, they are more than happy to open the door for you. And as you step in, it is an incredibly clean facility. It actually smells better in here than it does everywhere else. Well, the sled cheaters have been running rampant, so that makes sense. Um, so... Oh, I have an idea. We should bait them. I should go get a whole bunch of sludge. Probably won't be hard to find. Correct. If it still counts as water, I can use shape water to move it around. Oh, that's an excellent idea. And if it doesn't count as water, I can add water until it has enough water content to count as water for magical purposes. Okay, well, right now you're in a very clean chamber that has some pipes, but there's no dripping of anything. You don't see any sludge. Right, so we should go get some. Okay, so do you leave to go get some, or do you explore? Leaving would mean splitting the party, but... Unless we all went, but... Oh, yeah. nothing bad ever happens from splitting the party. No, never. There's probably a lot of sludge in the uh, barbarian locker room, but um, that's a biohazard. It was knocking out the barbarians. I don't think most of you can do that. Like, gather that, and then it'd be... I don't know oh, what we'll it would fine. do. To be fair, they were trainees. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> They were like level zero barbarians. Zax didn't check. They just picked up the ones that passed out and moved them. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I mean probably a good source of sludge and believe me nobody's gonna stop us going in and collecting that out you hear a rumble from further into the facility oh sure we, we might not need to bait them okay here you're not sure you have time for what bait yes okay. i wonder how big these things are <clears throat> that's a detail that um <laughs> the union members accidentally forgot to tell you uh-huh okay so you go further into the facility it is as I said, incredibly clean. It is spotless. The There are clean rooms that Chroma has encountered throughout her training, uh, where even the slightest bit of dust into certain components can cause problems. So you, you have to wear a special suit to make sure no dandruff flakes off or anything. Uh, not that kobolds have a lot of dandruff as they have no hair, but never mind about that. Um... You still wore the outfit on the principle of the thing, but never mind. You could possibly use this facility as a clean room in the area that you have seen so far. Oh, and, wait. And we don't it, need sludge as bait. And is that a hint of pine? Prestidigitation can clean or soil thing. The DM applauds this innovation and realization. <laughs> the player behind the DM is somewhat concerned about this particular take. (laughs) (laughs) But as someone who believes in the yes and... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) However, Chroma's prestidigitation is through mechanical means, which means for some reason, Chroma has a mechanical... I have grace prepared. 
It's like that, except you only spray a little bit. Here, I was thinking you just bust out a shop vac and put it in reverse. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the the device you use to cast prestidigitation has a a reverse setting. It, it's like a wet dry vac, so all the stuff you've cleaned up before, you're just gonna let it loose. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun air. Yeah, it's mega made. Wait, no, no, it's not. Okay, so you do this right now? No, I'll wait. Okay. Uh, so as you continue to travel through the facility, I'm not going to require rolls for this. It's fairly easy to follow the pipes. They all seem to come from all over the base, but they're all leading towards the central location. And as you continue to walk, the pipes join up and get larger, and the pipes join up and get larger, and the pipes join up and get larger. And eventually, you get to a pit. There is a mist around the pit. Um, the mist is coming from smaller pipes that are apparently uh, wafting in air freshener odors. So that hint of pine, it's coming from here. <laughs> it It is being aerosolized by the gallon, apparently. And as a result, it's a little difficult to see very far. <laughs> but it doesn't smell bad. But there's also a large pit that is not incredibly full. You have a feeling that if it wasn't for the mist, you could see the bottom. And it honestly doesn't look that disgusting. It's almost as if somebody turned off the pipes through some valves to prevent this pit from filling up. And that would be why everything was backing up. Hmm. And well, I'm I don't going see to any of those die. monsters. So uh, maybe they don't like this nice smell? I have. Roll the die. And the result okay. is Zax. Okay. Zax. Mm-hmm. Give me a wisdom save. Oh, God. <laughs> At least it wasn't me. Wisdom save. Okay. Oh, I rolled a 16. A 16. That is incredibly yeah. good. Uh, the DC was 12. Oh, good. So you, you do quite well. Uh, you hear a voice in your head tell you that it would be a good idea to jump into the pit to investigate further. Okay, then that's what I'm going to do. Oh, no! I love this. You made the save and you do it anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. Somebody's got to find I monster. love this. <laughs> um, do you have a point of inspiration? Yeah. Then you get nothing, except you get to jump down into a... So the rest of you are, like, walking around the edge of this pit, and you see Zach just go, whoop. <clears throat> There's a small splash as Zach hits the ground. Yep. I activate my, um, thrusters. Chroma casts fly, and Chroma follows. Okay. So our two characters with the lowest wisdom scores <laughs> go into the pit where something clearly has an ability to target characters with low wisdom scores. Hey, I don't know that. True. Mm-hmm. This is true. With that said, the DM will continue to be amused by this because of reasons. <laughs> All right. So you are in a mist filled pit um it the whatever it is that you don't want to think too hard about it is about ankle deep ankle deep for a cobalt that's not bad no not bad at all if you're wearing boots it your your feet are fine Mm -hmm. if you're not wearing boots my condolences (laughs) i'm pretty sure zax is wearing boots but i will check Cobalt art <laughs> varies. <to> see. <laughs> Cobalt art varies, and I really leave it to the player to decide because boots would just be part of normal clothing. Mm-hmm. So, 
because this isn't first edition where every item of clothing is something that you can purchase and wear. Those lists were immense. Give me perception checks, the two of you. Okay. Oh, no. That I can probably do. Where is that? Oh, I found it. Okay. Ah! I've got a 10 plus 4 for a 14. Okay. I rolled a zero. Oh, no. Valid. No, not valid. And, okay. I have rolled for the thing that is in here. And I will tell you, Chroma... <laughs> Chroma isn't even doing the I'm in danger gif of Ralph Wiggum. So it, it's just Chroma's like examining the pipe work or something because it's it's, it's uh-huh. a fairly ingenious amount of engineering that went into this. Me. Yes. Um, and how do they keep it aerosolized? Where do they store that? Do they have some type of device that is creating that stuff? Is it magical? Is it mechanical? Like, th- There's a lot of questions you have going on. You have more questions here than you did before you got in here. Um, Zax, mm-hmm. on the other hand, <laughs> is very quickly aware that jumping down here to investigate was clearly a good idea because there is something here to investigate. All right. You see, for the briefest of moments, what appears to be a tentacle with a couple of eyeballs on it. And it when is you s- a dialogue. <laughs> and when you see it, mm-hmm. it sees you, and it retreats further into the fog. I've frightened it. And I've just lost EO because I've made a very clear Star Wars reference. And the best part is, I didn't have to house rule anything. Oh, wow. So you head in after it? Can I see where it went? It's oh, yeah, it, re- it retreated there. away from you. I have frightened it. I'm going to take a couple steps forward. Okay. I'll follow. Okay, you take a few steps forward. There is a dark shape in front of you. Your first thought is that it's the wall of this pit, but it's the wrong shape to be the wall. It it would be a protrusion sticking out of the wall, and you didn't think there was something like that when you're looking in from the top. Also, it is rather organic in shape as opposed to the very machined curves that the pit had that you could see from the surface. And also those three forms that are sticking out from it and moving in a rather serpentine and swaying pattern that if that's mechanical, it's because someone disconnected a pressurized hose, but they wouldn't be moving like that at that size. I'm surprised that no one else has followed us. (laughs) They're smarter. (laughs) They all have higher wisdom scores. (laughs) And then it takes a lumbering step forward. How far away is it? Well, at this point, um, let's see. At this point, it's 10 feet away. It it is bulbous. It is bloated. It has a lot of teeth and three spike-covered tentacles. And what do you say we take a short break? (laughs) Okay. We've been playing for about an hour. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, we are back temporarily. Um, we are going to have to call it for the evening. We will take this up next week where we battle 
the trash compactor monsters from Star Wars, apparently. <laughs> I'm so thrilled that that is a canon creature in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, but tonight, we were joined by a bunch of awesome people, including, but not limited to, Ellie, Eo, Jen, and Cindy. Let's do a few quick plugs. Uh, Ellie maintains a social network, elec.xyz. Many of us have social media accounts that we're willing to share publicly. If you go to our cast page on, um, it's linked in the show notes, aaronbsmith.com slash cogwheel, you can find the cast page and all of us who are online who are willing to share information, you can find that there and you can follow us or not, whichever, that's okay. Eo's mom writes books. You can get those at elizabeth-mccoy.com. I am no longer screwing that up and calling it bookofgen.net. That is Jen's <laughs> website where you can find right. their blog and podcast. And Cindy continues to be awesome. We also have a Patreon. You can subscribe to our Patreon. It is patreon.com slash Gaming. Help us keep the lights on along with, let me check this list, make sure I don't forget anybody, uh, along with Chris, Ellie, Eric, Jen Adelok, Mickey, Shan Shen, and Walter. So... Until next time, this is Crash saying, you know, you should really investigate further. You won't need your weapons for that. Come on in. Good night, everybody. <laughs>